Welcome, welcome back to Spark That Talk. It's your boy Jones. And your boy Dini, a.k.a. Jay Lata. That's right. Spark That Talk podcast where we sparking convos about shit. That matters. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You heard me right. So turn up the volume on your headphones hey. and let's get it cracking. It's time to spark that talk, baby. Yes, sir. Yeah. Testing, testing. One, two, three. Wiggy, wiggy. We in the building, baby. It's your boy Jones. And your boy Dini. Yes, sir. Let that be right a little bit, though. Shit got a good, good ass bounce, huh? I'm loving it. I'm digging it. I feel it in my nipples. <laughs> that should have had me ready to two step about this bitch already. <laughs> <laughs> and we oh, back. God. We back. We back. Yeah, we back like Flash, baby. Sorry about last week, but, you know, we back again. Due to some uh, technical, not even technical, due to some injuries. <laughs> Niggas about to be both placed on the injury reserve in a minute, nigga. 30 feeling like 60, baby. Yeah, it's crazy, nigga. It's like bones just crackling, muscles is straining. It's like, damn, where did time go, homie? Wild shit, bro. But what's good, my boy? I'm just excited for this episode, the LaDainian Tomlinson episode. You catching what I'm throwing? Hell no. Ooh, number 21, <laughs> baby. Number 21, episode 21, Bank Day Uno. That boy out here with the metaphors early in the mm. episode. That's right. Yeah, episode 21, we in the building. Um, I'm glad that y'all tuning in. And, um, you know, like always, we appreciate y'all. And like always, if y'all listening, you can hear us on Apple Podcasts. You can hear us on Google Podcasts. You can hear us on Spreaker. You can hear us on Spotify. So on all those platforms, when you listen to the episodes, please comment, like, subscribe, and keep spreading the word so we can get Spark That Talk to the top. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. And we bringing that fire. Not like your breath, but we bringing that fire, baby. Yeah, you're going to need a Tic Tac if your shit fire, baby, <laughs> boy. That's all I got to say. It was crazy. I don't even think Tic Tacs work, nigga. Them shits is like, should be obsolete, to be honest. Hey, they making money, though. For sure. I mean, they really only sell Tic Tacs. You know, some brands, they sell gums and all this tic, other shit. Tic, they literally only sell them old-ass Tic Tacs. Bro, Tic Tacs have that, like, um, <laughs> that, like, two-second flavor. Just yeah. like those uh, those those ice creams that the uh, the Mexican dudes be, be riding around. You know what I'm talking about? The little snow cones? No, nah, not, not, not the snow cones. I'm talking about, like, they got the, the Ninja Turtle face. Oh, the those eyeballs are terrible. Like gums. Them shits taste like trash. But then you, I know what you're talking but about. But then you chew on the eyeballs and they gum, yeah. gumballs, right? Yeah, you got to spit them shits out because they turn into water. After five seconds because yeah. you only get the flavor after the first chew. <laughs> Finessing me for my 250, man. Yeah, for them two eyeballs. That's what it was for, <laughs> fool. You're right. Those are some trash-ass ice creams. I mean, the fuck? They taste like ass. <laughs> I don't eat it, so you must know what it tastes like. This nigga crazy, man. If you eat ass and it tastes like ass, something's wrong. I mean, <laughs> if that makes sense, then you get what I'm saying. I ain't gonna say no more. I'm done with that. So we gonna we gonna keep it saucy, but you know, Cali is continuously doing some new shit in the city. Um, like we brought up last week, the governor. Governor Newsom had did some good shit for the city, for the college athletes, but now he done did something for the school system Cali-wide. Basically, he passed a bill 
I think it was the other day, as a matter of fact, on Tuesday, that um, they signed legislation. No, it's on Sunday, as a matter of fact, where it's going to push schools to start times later in the day. So basically, it's going to be where middle schools will start classes around 8 in the morning or after, and high schools will start classes around 8.30 or after. And early classes will still be optional and still allowed, but they're going to basically be pushing the start times back Basically moving a month instead of like starting at seven or you know usually uh, what like time do you start? Bro. What time do you usually start back in the day? Uh, like a little I think uh eight eight something like eight oh three eight oh four something like that. That was like the first bell. Yeah, for first period. But did y'all have like a homeroom? I'm talking about high school. Yeah, we like didn't a have a zero homeroom period. To go. Oh, zero like period? that seven o'clock joint. Yeah, for football. I mean, that was at like six. Six o'clock. Mad early, so you were still at school early. Yeah, but like yeah. when school school actually started with classes and stuff, without right. it being like a sports period, about it was eight, like o'clock. eight o'clock. Yeah, but yeah, I think the point that they're trying to make is that they want to let these kids get a little more sleep so that they pay more attention when they get to school. You feel me? I understand. Because they feeling like what time is he again? He trying to start it. Middle schools at eight o'clock or after, and high school eight thirty or after. So, so only like thirty minutes. 30-minute change. Yeah, it's not that big of a change, but, you know, scientifically, they saying it's going to make a big-ass difference in the kids' lives from sleep to all kind of shit. They said it could uh, basically help you prevent, like, obesity, fatigue, just crazy shit, diabetes. It was saying all of these things. Oh, like, like it's a good thing. Right. Oh, like, okay. they're saying in a good way, those are the good benefits of it, but. You know, they you got the people who are going to say there's bad shit to it, too, because I was reading some shit like some of the parents were kind of saying, like, that's cool and all, but that's going to affect people who has jobs. Like, Drop what are people shit. dropping them off? And usually that's in a time frame. Now you got to kind of just let them off on their own. So now here you go with that dynamic. But to be honest, when I was in high school, I never I don't think I ever got dropped off like that, like especially after ninth grade. It was like. It's, it's all up to you, big boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But school was close enough for me. I could either walk or whatever. It yeah, was see, just some over of these the bridge. Kids, I'm thinking about my high school right now, and they getting, like, really inner city, inner city kids to come through the school. So if buses can't ship you over, you know what I mean? Like, you mm. really do have the parents who don't trust the bus system. Oh, so they bringing in kids from further out. Mm -hmm. So what is the uh, – what district is uh, where you went to school? The LAUSD. Uh, so it's LA district. Well, I was in Long Beach Unified, yeah. but in that area, you can only go to schools in your section. Hey, we trying to be hush hush, bro. <laughs> That's why, why you think we win in football games, man? That shit out of control, no, bro. I ain't even about to touch on that fuckery. <laughs> and then they wonder why niggas is always winning. <laughs> There's your answer, man. <laughs> they actually just came out with the newspaper article on that. What they say? So uh, they found out that a kid was ineligible. Mm. Who's outside of the district going to this school. And that's why the, the coach was on leave. I don't want to talk too much about it, but I'm pretty sure the coach is about to sue because they put him on administrative leave because they thought something super big happened, but it was just one player. Oh. Uh, also, he was thinking it was made more than that, but it was really only one situation. <laughs> yeah. That's out of pocket. So, but what what, what you feel it is on what that? It, it is what it is, bro. What you it feel is on what that? it is. With the what? late start. I mean, it's not an issue for me because my kids are still young. So, well, kid is still young. I don't even got to worry about that right now. So, 
that's not really even on my um, radar, to be honest. I'm just trying to inform the people who have kids in middle schools and high schools because elementary is obviously not going to affect yet. So you guys are still going to be in the clear right there. But I do agree with, like, cause especially if I was still in high school, I wouldn't mind starting a little later. Yeah, At least you, know you could sleep means. and do shit like that. That means if you start a little later, you're staying up a little later as well. But that's the that's that's what it was it was uh, saying too. Like once you in middle like middle school, they want you to get like ten to twelve hours of sleep. But once you hit high school, you really only need about eight or ten hours. Man. So they try they already trying to sh- say that that's going to work out better. So my question is, what time would you actually be getting out of school then? Oh, you they know what I mean? They didn't talk about that. No, it just says the start time. It says they don't know nothing about the get out times yet. Well, if it's a thirty minute difference, say if it is. Wouldn't it be 3.30 then, I guess? I don't, to be honest, bro, I really don't remember what time I was getting out of school because by the time I hit 12th grade, I was leaving after lunch. True. <laughs> so, so word to the wise, know. just do good in school from 9th through 11th, and you'll probably only have two classes come your senior year. That is true. Try to be one of the blessed ones. I was one that, of those, brother. I was too because eating at uh, school lunch is trash. Like, the only thing, that, the only thing good was, like, they would bring – uh, fucking Papa John's every day. Wait, you that couldn't leave. Cookies. You couldn't leave the school once you hit twelfth, and some in eleventh grade if you was in a certain situation. But twelfth grade, as long as you uh, had your shit together, you could leave and come back. Dang, ours is if you had a whip <laughs> and you parked inside of the school. You could no, bounce. you a lot of because right there where we was, it was a lot of food right there on the corner. So you could literally walk across the street or on the corner right there. It was a gang of food right there. Making fun of the 11th graders because they couldn't get out? Hey, man, it was a point when I couldn't get out. I had to give my money to another nigga to get my shit and bring it back because I'm like, I'm not eating this shit. Man, you gave and me I never, I never, I never even ate in the cafeteria at school, to be honest. They had them little boots outside selling shit. I never was in the cafeteria in high school. I never was either. I don't even know what it looked like, to be honest. We never had an indoor. We don't have an indoor cafeteria in high school. It was mm. all outdoor. But I never stepped foot in the outdoor cafeteria. But I, I never, did eat some of the food. Every now and then, you know, your boy felt hungry sometimes. <laughs> Chicken patties and shit. Because, I mean, if you played ball, you didn't have a lunch. Like, you went straight to the practice field. Mm. The coach gave you, like, a five-minute grace period. Like, yo, grab something to eat real quick. And it's like, sometimes right, you can't right. even go out. Mm. So I'm over here grabbing people's plates, going to the cafeteria. Like, Ew, let me try this nasty pizza. Yeah, we had Papa John, so it was all right. Oh, lucky you. It was a little expensive, but you know you had to do what you had to do during them times. That's right, baby boy. <laughs> Nickel and diamond. And sir, and sir. So you was telling me something, bro, about um, some shit that happened in the NFL recently. Yeah. So the reason why I brought that up because uh, a couple weeks ago we were talking about. Those priests and those pastors that were just wilding, you know, right, right. asking for bands and stuff. And it just brought, that brought to my attention on this dude named Demario Davis, who's a linebacker for the New Orleans Saints. During week three, he wore a headband that says, Man of God. And uh, he was fined seven racks from the NFL. And they said if he wore it a second time, which he didn't, the fine would have been doubled. So the headband violated the personal message rule under uniform violations. And Davis says he wasn't even, like, fully aware of the policy, which was understandable. So now we see these policies be put in place, but it limits our freedom of speech. And Davis appealed it this, uh, I think, just yesterday. 
and uh, the verdict came in, and he won. So he didn't have to pay that seven G's. Nice. But, but that seven G's went to, uh, I guess, a charity that he uh, he started. But the whole point is he got banned for wearing this a saying that wasn't like explicit at all. Right. So, so the repeat that. Was, what what did his headband say? His headband said, um, "Man of God." Now, what's so wrong with that? Like, so the NFL basically saw him rocking that and mm-hmm. took offense. But you know what's funny that you say that? Because I was just watching some fucking clips, people uh, boosting up and cheering on that boy Tim Tebow, right? Bro, now, I was just talking about it's, that. Yeah. It's crazy that I was watching that, him doing his knee thing with his hand mm-hmm. on his knee like he praying and shit. And that's that's idolized. That's like nobody has nothing to say about it. Mm-hmm. But now you got this man with just a headband representing what he's about. Now it's a big ass issue. Yeah. Now you want to find him like that's. It's so fucked up that I feel like every week we come in here and discuss shit. There seems to be double standards when it comes to everything, dog. Like, and it's fucked up that I have to say it's a, usually come down to race. But it's like it's so stupid that you got this guy that y'all lifting up on the pedestal. And then my man's just wearing a headband that is not even offensive. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it, to me that's crazy because that even go to the Ka- uh, Kaepernick shit. Him taking the knee was damn the resemblance to what Tim Tebow was doing, but the fact that he's doing it during what the national anthem, yeah, that's what made it a big ass ordeal. Like, yeah. I think they reading too much into certain shit to just stir some shit up with only certain people. Like, why can't everybody get that same energy? That's all I'm saying, dog. No, no, you're right. Because, like, what what's the fine line between church and state? And when can you actually promote what you want to promote that's not explicit? You right. know what I mean? Because they're taking it away from schools. You can't talk about it in schools, or public schools at least. Right. But, I mean, you do it, now you turn it over to sports. It's like you can't even publicize that. Like, there was a, uh, just a couple of years ago, they kicked a high school coach, um, or they fired him, my bad. They fired a high school coach because they told him and they warned him, hey, you can't be having these pregame prayers with your team no more. And he said, you know what, screw that. So he did, and they fired him. Then they rehired him, and he sued the uh, the school district. Because it's like, my, my mind is like, yo, you, sports and religion, or I won't even say sports and religion, but sports and spirituality or like one in the same thing because you just see so many people they do their hand gestures to God or right. whatever you know whatever deity that you you believe in like you, you going something. out there to put in physical work so you got to have something to believe in or like a feel like you have yeah deal, you, you know have I mean? something to protect you while you performing your duties yeah and I don't think that's to anybody's decision to make for you whether you can or cannot when you're making when you're out here providing for these companies these mega ass owners. Mad, mad amount of money Like yeah. It's just confusing I I just had to speak on that bro Cause when you told me, When you was telling me About the story I, And then I saw the shit About Tim Tebow I just was kinda confused Cause That was just no, About nothing but God What yeah. he was doing Like you got It was like A craze And yeah. people still love That shit to this day And it's like Nobody's talking about that though So it's kinda like It's a slap in the face To old boy But like he said It's a, actually a good thing It happened Cause not only did he not have to pay the seven grand, he was able to give up forty thousand dollars to um, he was able to give forty grand out to the charity and to all them kids. And I saw a picture of a gang of kids on a playground 
rocking the uh, some yep. the ones they made themselves, like in support. It was like the Catholic school, right? Yeah. Right. So I mean, but the thing is, he won't wear it again. You know what but I mean? But that's fucked up. Like exactly. now, you now know he I mean? knows because they basically saying, "Oh, he learned his lesson." Yes. Like, come on, bro. That's that's a little shaky for me. If I was him, to be honest, come back out with that thing. Let's just see what happens, bro. But this is the question for him. Are you able to stand your ground like a Kaepernick did? Are you willing to push your shit to that limit? It sounds crazy, but are you, would he be willing to do that? If that's something that you stand for and you and you working for this person and they telling you you can't be about who you are, Will you stand for this shit and come out and do this shit again and just test the waters? Or are you going to fall back and just fall in line like they want you to just because you in there getting that bag? Like, we, like I think that's that's another conversation why they talk about Kaepernick shit and this. Like, Kaepernick's situation, he never folded to the point where they had to slice his throat. Even though in at the end he did get a check out of this shit that he was going for, like, I, he got an undisclosed amount of money from the NFL to kind of dropped the situation but at the end of the day he still stood tall for all them years damn near fighting that fighting for his own justice yeah so i i want to see if this guy will be willing to do the same like maybe not even wear a headband next time have it on your um wristbands or something the same saying let's see what they say about that like that's personal if you're wearing it for yourself why the fuck should it matter to the league like you're out there running around doing your thing if it's on you personally why does it matter? How is it offensive? That's my question. How is that saying even offensive? What if you have that tatted on your skin? Yeah. Well, see, that's that's what I'm saying because we were talking about the separation of church and state, and and the NFL is not the state. The NFL is like, I know you guys are a mega situation, true. but come on, man. True. Y'all got to chill. But then I think, like to us, it's not offensive, but to many of those who maybe don't believe in God. Like, how come I can't put, like, a 666 on my head? Because to us, that's offensive. To them, it's not. Does For that sure. make sense? No, I hear what you're saying. Like, it, it got to a point to where, like, in college, bro, like, every time I was on a football team, we always knelt in prayer, you know? Somebody would say a prayer, say something, you know, maybe a Hail Mary or whatever. But in college was the first time where coach was like, bow your head, give us about two minutes, do whatever you got to do. Like, that was his way of saying, you ain't got to pray. This is not a prayer. Mm. But whatever spiritual being you believe in, or if you're just trying to calm down right now before the game start, do that right now. So basically do your own personal thing. Exactly. You don't got to do it as a team, but I'm going to give you this time. Yes. The opportunity to do your thing. Yeah. yeah. I could understand that, but I was going to ask you a question before you said that. My bad. Go like, ahead. say somebody, they you guys did do a team prayer. Yeah. Would it be guys to stand back and be like, I'm not even about to get in the mix of this shit? Um, like, was there ever any players to say, I'm good, coach, I'm going to just stand here and hold my own? Um, no, because, like I said, we didn't – We uh. We had a cornerback from New York who was Muslim. Mm. When we would play, when we would practice with just shells and no helmets on, right. he would have his band over his head, and that's how we practiced. Mm. So I think out of respect for him, Coach said, everybody huddle us together as a team, bow your heads, and do what you got to do. Understandable. Yeah. I, can, I mean, I can understand those situations, but in reality, bro, the NFL is such a large uh, thing that so many different people watch. I just feel like, if that offends you, you gotta be stupid, right? You gotta you gotta be know, out man. your mind, bro. It's it's just a little it's just too much for me. Like exactly. they nitpicking on some of the some things that just don't need to be nitpicked on and 
This to me is one of them, bro. Because if you can exactly. let Tim Tebow do what he do, then y'all should allow this man to just wear a headband. Exactly. He's not even saying nothing. You know what I'm saying? Is it like words are more powerful than him actually? Like my man's was just standing. I saw the picture. He just standing there doing his thing, and it just becomes <laughs> hyping up the team, bro. You know what I'm saying? Now it becomes the biggest talk in town. Like we're gonna find your ass. So like, yeah. Hey, is, if it, that's be, the is point, it because if that's they the won point, the game? They won the game, right? Uh, uh, yes, yeah. So is it because the they actually won? That oh <laughs> fuck this. They bro, probably wasn't supposed to win that game. Well, you gonna have to change their name too then. It was all about religion and stuff. Ain't that funny? The they saints, named the saints, bro. Like quote unquote the saints. <laughs> Start calling them a New Orleans. It's, Pelican so, it's so, so many teams in the NFL. It's a couple with some wild names that got yeah. controversy to them. Like we all know which ones I'm talking about. I don't think I need to mention it. Redskins. Well, there you go. Well, what I say? What happened? The Redskins. Oh, you said it. I mean, all right, but cool. we already heard it, fool. So it don't <laughs> even matter. But 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 you know what I'm saying? It's like that shit right there. The NFL. There's been so much controversy around that. Y'all haven't changed that name yet, though, right? Because that'll probably fuck up some a whole situation with that team. But somebody, but somebody puts word of God on the uh, on the headband. All of a it's sudden, it's an issue. Seven G's now. <laughs> Cause I would have been like, bro, I ain't even. I would have been like, bro, I was a seventh round. And you know draft what's pick. funny? I, I bet my, I bet my man's like wasn't even thinking that hard about that either, it. bro. He and that's the coldest it, part. He said he even didn't notice. He didn't realize, bro. Because it was so natural for him, yeah. and it's like, damn, this is so. This is such a, a touchy situation to y'all. That's it's nuts. He probably. I don't know, man. Fuck it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just hold. Just salute to you being able to throw that bread to the some community shit. Kudos to that for sure, but you know, stay your ground out here to everybody. Like, if you follow a line and you feel like they trying to knock your shit down, are you gonna stand tall or you gonna fold? Is that's just, I guess that's the nature of, of the game these days, especially when it comes to social media, because that's where all this shit stems from. Because yeah. that picture went viral, and all of a sudden they probably who knows they was probably getting a gang of messages talking about oh we don't like this shit why would the fuck would he do that you know what I mean? Hey, it could be too. They didn't give us that. We don't really know exactly why. So I'm thinking that's probably what it was because you know the NFL they hate being in hot water because every other time you look up there's some shit going on over there man and that's a fact fact. <sighs> well enough about that. What about a man wearing a head man? And getting fined for it. Um, I know everybody. I don't know if everybody has actually heard about the college admission scandal, but we touched on this episode ago in season one. We had a whole podcast about that shit, and basically to sum that whole situation up, it was a situation where some celebrities got caught up by paying these colleges X amount of dollars just to get these kids in the school, paying off SAT centers, paying motherfuckers for fake pictures. And shit like that to get their kids admitted into these colleges. So basically, uh, some shit came down the pipeline and some people's going to be getting some jail time. Now, one in particular was Felicity Huffman, who's right now in prison as we speak, starting to serve her 14-day prison sentence. Now, <laughs> just ponder on that for a few seconds. 14 days in prison, and that's all she's getting. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, I'm going to ask the question, is this privilege once again? Once again, dog, is this another fucking story of privilege? 
Come on, bro. We like, all know the answer to that. When we're talking about jail time, I can bring up Amber Geiger shit too right now. Killed the man, bought them jeans, and got 10 years in prison and up for parole in five years. Now, these two situations are are nuts in the are nuts in a nutshell, basically. You got a lady who committed some fraud shit, get 14 days, which is asinine. And then you got the Amber Geiger thing. She kills an unarmed black man in his own crib and only gets 10 years. Now, everybody wants to say, oh, justice is being served in that Amber Geiger situation. But, you know, everybody can have their opinion. Because in that situation, you saw the judge, the bailiff, the brother, everybody showing sympathy to her. Which I can understand maybe the brother's point of view. But when you talk about the judge and the bailiff, everybody comforting this chick. And here go another uh, church and state thing. The judge handed this lady a Bible and told her, God will forgive you. Like, I have never in my life seen somebody getting sentenced for murder. And all of a sudden, here comes the judge showing mad love in court. Like, in court for everybody to see. I can see you maybe doing some slick shit on the side when nobody can witness. But... You did this in front of the world to see. And I just felt like it was a little nuts. I've heard the judge perspective. She's already said, oh, it would have been different if it was a if it was a black woman on up there and I did that. Nobody would be talking about this. But I think they would be talking about it because you, you hardly ever you. I've never seen no shit like that before in my life. So that just was a little mind boggling me. I don't know how you feel about it, bro. You could just touch on it for two seconds if you like. But I just had to throw that out there in the wind. On the... Uh on the um both sides both i mean both is a question of is this privilege oh of course it's privilege. you understand in the words of our brother who always tunes into this podcast imb 36 yes <laughs> in his words shout out to that dude man i got to that boy be involved bro yeah in his I appreciate words, it in his words he says all i know is you can pay to play so if you got the cheddar Ain't nothing better than not getting wetter <laughs> behind prison bars. But it's it's to be honest, bars. bro. A lot of people do know that's the truth, though. Like you hear people talk about all the time. If you're gonna be out there committing crimes and doing weird shit, I hope you got lawyers, you got money to back your shit up. And nine times out of ten, you either gonna wiggle your way out of that shit or get way lesser sentences, right? Because yeah. money is a big ass factor in the legal in the legal system. To be honest. Because to be honest, if you think about it in the whole retrospect, this is petty stuff compared to somebody killing somebody, somebody, you know, uh, from robbery, murder, murdering somebody. Like, this is petty to them. So they're thinking, 14 days, she'll learn her lesson. She never been to prison before. She that's don't know basically, I was like, I you was, know what I mean? That's basically heard, what it is. Bro. I heard some news outlets saying some shit like, yeah, it's going to change her for the rest of her life. She's going to be a changed woman when she comes out. She needs to understand when she's in prison, you can't just treat people how you want to treat them. I'm thinking in my head, like, y'all make y'all, y'all showing sympathy for this woman again, just in a different form. Like, what the fuck is going on, dude? Like, the images that they paint are crazy as fuck to me, dude. Like, it always, it, it just, it boggles my mind, bro, how they, how they picture or show certain people in the news when it come to going to jail. Like how they'll throw they'll throw some people on the screen, make them look like dead ass criminals and just make them look so bad. And the next one be up there looking like, damn, should I feel sorry for this person? Got them looking like you should go give them a hug. Look like six nine for they bullshit. Would you give six nine a hug? 
Fuck no. That nigga is, <laughs> that nigga gonna need a hug from God, nigga, when he get out. Cause the way that nigga just did what he did is out of control, dude. And speaking of that, this nigga just got a record deal. Yeah, for like he ain't 10 even. <laughs> Like, bro, $10 million? Like, you know what it is, right? What heard, the I heard, fuck, I heard, bro? I heard, I heard that, bro, they doing this on purpose because it's like, it makes people, it, it promotes snitching. Yes, and they're anticipating his yes. release. So if you they can't moved do the his time, shit up so he can get out before exactly. Christmas. <laughs> so if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. And if you ain't about that life... Get you a wife. I don't know if that metaphor work or whatever, but whatever. I think it will work because the wife might have your ass at home For sometimes. Real. So I'm just saying they promoting him getting this $10 million record deal. It's like, yo, all you gangbangers out there. If you snitch, you will be paid. <laughs> now, if you're, if you're not a lyricist, I mean, I don't know. You'll, you'll get paid like $5. No, they'll it. bring somebody to write that nigga's lyrics. Because they, they trying to say basically that dude was a plant from the beginning because his success took off out of the thin blue sky. That dude mu- music trash to me, bro. I, I can't listen I've to that n- stuff. I've never, I never I was fucking with that. The young ones was the ones bumping it, and I could never understand could never, when I heard, what the when fuck I heard, he was saying. If a song is called Gummo, I'm I'm over here trying to think, is he a fob? Like, is he trying to say gum on or like gum to me? Like, it's, For, it's okay, like, here's a quick joke because I was in a barber shop and we was talking about this, right? Sure, and, the nigga, and the nigga said, <laughs> he said, because you know most of his uh, songs is like four letters. Uh-huh. So when this nigga get out, the first single that's going to drop is going to be called Hee Hee. Like, he's basically going to be laughing at the world like, nigga, I'm the biggest rat and snitch on earth, but look at me now. Nigga, I'm out, I'm free, and I'm balling again. You feel me? <laughs> Ain't that some bullshit? Knee slapper. Well, no, I really it, thought you were going to get no, me a real joke. I know, I know. To me, it was funny because that, that nigga's a clown. What that nigga's hee-haw? a clown, bro. What about hee-haw? No, hee-hee uh, is good enough for me because that nigga's a bitch bitch. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, ha-ha or hee-hee. He going to be ha-ha to the bank while he's still getting <laughs> niggas locked up for life. Yeah. I can't I can't, I can't. deal with this shit, bro. Like you said, is, if you can't, do, if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. And... Just to all you young dudes out there, this is some real shit I'm about to tell you. Don't pay attention or take advice from any of these rappers. That's all I got to say. Because this nigga finessed the whole world. Talking about he the biggest blood on earth and he been doing this thing, doing this and doing that. Come out, he says, oh, I just met those guys two hours before we did the music video. They gave me some red rags and I just went with it. And I guarantee you with so many little young niggas out here trying to be bloods all of a sudden when he was popping out here in the streets. And this nigga was basically paying to play, nigga. That's what that was. And maybe he was just too scared that he, he had to he had to keep up that facade, bro. No, he said he said he said I guess his label or whatever was telling him, Oh, this shit is working, so let's just keep doing it. Like yeah. But if you're not about that life, crazy. I think if you're not about that life and they telling you to keep doing it. In the back of your mind, don't you? Won't you be a little like timid, little scared? But you gotta. But it's like, yo, the people loving this. No, if you're not no, about the life. The, the issue. The issue is this to me. You, if you out here moving around doing shit, and y'all get caught up. You can't be pointing fingers. It's different from like this situation where, I guess I gotta go reverse a little bit. It's different from when the dude um, in the Amber Geiger situation, Joshua Brown, who got got killed couple days after testifying in that trial 
okay, he was up there just testifying as a witness. Like, he wasn't involved in no crimes, no doing no dumb shit. He was there to assist. Like, he wasn't a part of the bullshit. You feel me? But if 6ix9ine, if you running around committing, shooting niggas, setting up robberies and shit, and you get locked up and now you pointing fingers, yeah, that's a snitch, nigga, because you was involved, nigga. You understand? That's that's two different True. things. True. So, I, I don't know, man. That shit is just too much for me, bro. So, just kids, don't be in the streets, period, my nigga. The streets don't love you, nigga. Just understand that. You get caught up, nigga, your ass going to be sitting in that cell. Crying every night, wondering what the fuck just happened. Over here crying for mommy. And ain't nobody hey, coming to help your ass either, nigga. Crying for mommy, you done cussed her out because you said the streets love you more than she does. <laughs> and then you. <laughs> and then who the first one to visit you? Your, your mommy. Because that's going to be the first one you call because that's the only number you really going to remember in that Bro. time because you think you're going to call one of them niggas you was just smoking blunts with? They just asked you for $2. They're not two. coming to get you out, nigga. You gonna misdial her and call call little Caesars because that's the second number you remember. <laughs> Talking about can I talk to my mom? Niggas gonna be like, nigga, you want pepperoni or cheese, then? That nigga's stupid <laughs> as hell. <laughs> little Caesars don't even deliver. You just calling, <laughs> say you on your way to pick up. Yeah, just say, hey, I want my hot and ready ready. Because sometimes they be having them pizza joints been there for about like thirty All minutes. Day? Oh yeah, you don't want one of them. So that's why it's like, yo, I'll be there in five. Make yeah. sure you make a fresh one for me. Because when I open a box, I want that shit bubbling. Because I don't want to show up and I'm trying to get like the special Italian pizza. That thing take like 15 minutes. I ain't trying to wait for them hoes. That's like, true. Make it now and I'll be on my That's way. That's true. Little Caesars ain't that bad if you order them and they made oh, fresh. Little Caesars is a come up now, bro. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good spot. They just had $5 pizzas. Now all of a sudden, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. You want them <laughs> extra pepperonis, nigga? It's going to cost you a dollar. They got something where you could get like. Three types of pizza all in one pie. I saw that fucker. I said, I'm good. I said, you're going to have to change the dough 30 million times before you put it in that oven. It's going to be messing up my pizza, bro. Yeah, I don't know who thought about that shit, but it was like, I guess niggas want variety these days. Do it until it doesn't work, you know what I mean? Man, on the real, on the real. But we got some more shit to get into, but right now we're just going to hop into the next up artist of the week. And this week we featuring... YHG Peanut and Boy. And we're going to be playing a song called Late Night Slide. You can follow them both on Instagram at YHG PNUT and at B O I F A S U A underscore 23. I know you try to call me. I know you out of God. I got you, I got you, I got you. Uh. I know you try to call me. I know I'm out of time. I know you moving on. I do this song. Just time. give me some time. Love it when my hands up on your body. Love it when you looking at me naughty. Just give me some time. Call your girls, hop up in that daddy. Pull up with us to the after party. You're my late night slide. Tell me, would you ride for me? If the cops come, would you lie for me? Badass bitch on the side of me. All about her business, waste no time Just with me. Sometimes, uh, uh, 
said, yeah, we got the past in our personal life. Can't let each other go, we got personal ties. See you rocking shoes that I personalize. Say you can't trust me, cause I'm a person of lies. Oh, sneaky ways, think you catching on to me. You wanted love, and I wanted the honesty. Sneaky ways, think you catching on to me. You wanted love, and I wanted the honest love. Marijuana blazing got me messing up my vision. Do I want love or just to talk to different women? Do I want connection or just pussy too? Or do I want a girl to do all the things that you wouldn't do? I don't know. I'm saying like I don't know I'm tired of the fuss and fight So Just give me some time Love it when my hands up on your body Love it when you looking at me naughty Just give me some time Call your girls, hop up in that daddy Pull up with us to the after party Hey, you switching up like a season For no reason I cheated on you but I told you that I ain't mean it I got your number, I'ma call you up on the weekend I'm with the gang, I'm just bullying with my D Said and done, please no kiss, no tell. Oh, no, pull up, pull up in the meantime. Then we slow it down and then we rewind. You know how I like it, yeah, you know me well. And when it's said and done, please no kiss, no tell. No, I know you tried to call me. Call me. I know I'm out of time. I know you're moving on. I do this all the time. I know you tried to call me. Call me. I know I'm out of time. I know you moving on. I do this all the time. Welcome, welcome back. I hope y'all enjoyed that banger right there. That's fly, boy. That yeah. was cold. That's on cold, bro. Yeah, that shit is actually a head bobber right there, my nigga. You can slide all through the city to that. I don't even know if they from Oceanside or they from Dago. If y'all from Oceanside, Dago, basically SoCal area, man, that's that's dope. Thank yeah, you for the music. Keep keep, uh, keep putting out them bangers, y'all, and uh, we for sure going to keep listening in to y'all, bro, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Right now, I want to get into the spark that talk. Like, I'm ready to spark that talk about this next topic. Um, it's just something I was thinking about recently because um, – I just feel like men, as men, we don't we don't know how to express ourselves when it comes to our emotions. Like we don't know how to we don't know how to show emotions at all half the time. You feel me? Like we don't know we don't either don't know how to show emotion. We don't we don't fucking cry. We don't we don't show weakness. We don't show we don't show that we can be vulnerable. We don't show none of that shit. You feel me? Like we always at all times got to be standing tall, standing firm, acting as if nothing fucking affects us no matter how bad it gets. Especially when you got your family around you, you got your girl around you, your kids around you, niggas you fuck with around you. Like you don't, you don't never want to feel like you showing weakness or that, that or you. Or showing that you care. Like Right. Like showing that you even got a fucking heart or soul. You know what I'm saying? Damn near. It's like you fucking, it's like, are you good, my nigga? Of course, I nigga going to say he always good. Going to walk off, though, and then be to itself about what's really fucking bothering him. You feel me? But like, you sitting there. <laughs> nigga going to be like, I'm good, and then walk half a mile so nobody see him and start. 
You, you drive by that nigga curled up. You drive by, he over there curled up, and then you say, "You good, my nigga?" Oh, I'm good, bro. I just kind of tripped and fell, nigga, but I'm good. Nigga, like, <laughs> I'm good, nigga. <laughs> but see, that is exactly the thing right there. That's that's something. I think that's one of the top reasons why men don't show no emotion because of the fact that you know niggas is gonna judge you based off that shit. Because in reality. From young kids, what are we taught? Toughen the fuck up, right? Yep. We taught, oh, don't cry, get up, wipe that shit off, dust that shit off. So at an early age as boys, we already getting hit with that. We don't want to see that bitch shit. We don't quit acting like a bitch or don't act like a little girl. Get it together. Quit crying. Wipe your tears off. It ain't shit. Get back up. Bounce back. Like We taught that from jump street it's out the gate. It's because when growing up and you're going to school, who the ones that's getting bullied? Who's who the ones that getting picked on all the time? It's those dudes who show emotion. Correct. It's those dudes who look frail. They get picked on. You know what right. I mean? Right. It's the reality. It ain't Disney Channel. Like <laughs> it's real life. You feel me? And but but you're absolutely right. And that's the but that that is something I think that will never change. To be honest, because like you said, once you get out here in the field, you can't be acting like a little girl in front of your boys at school. Either you gonna either gonna get in or you gonna get your ass stomped out. That's how it almost is. Almost, it's like if you if you come to coming to school and you acting like a little girl, like quote unquote acting like a little bitch, niggas is gonna be on your head about that, right? You yeah. can't be coming to school even though you just left the crib from some. You you might be at the house, bro. Some crazy shit going on at the crib. Domestic violence. Fucking parents drugged out. You fucking ain't eat no dinner. Like you could be coming in. All these things happen to you, nigga, but you can't show you can't show that. You know what I'm saying? You can't show you you got you can't show your problems. You can't show nothing. Or niggas will talk about you, bro. I guess I'm a different type of breed, bro. Cause I, I never I never had to act hard when I was growing up. You feel me? Mm. I never had to act it out. I never had to try to be a tough guy. Right. Growing up, I was just always with the funnies. You feel me? But the the thing is, is learning how to transition from Yo, when it's time to be, get busy and time to act funny. Right. It's time to be a man. Like, you know, when I'm going out with my lady, it's like, yo, that's Correct. that time where I'm trying to vibe out and have fun. But I got to be on my P's and Q's and watch my six at all times because I don't know what could happen. What could pop off? But that but that is a thing, though. We find we like doing what you just said you do. That could be a way of just being like, I'm going to keep whatever I got going on to myself, dog. Yeah. This is yeah. a reality, bro. Like, we all have we all have to... Stand the ground out here. Like, it was a time my cousin, he came down from college. He asked me, like, Jay, why every time we rolling, nigga, like, you looking you looking so mean out here in the streets. I said, bro, I just that's just the environment I'm in right now, bro. Like, I have to keep my, I have to stay in this mode, nigga, because the way I'm living right now. Like, this is the, this is the shit that I'm living at this moment, nigga, and I have to, I feel like I'm always on edge. Mm-hmm. Like, during that time of my life, like, nigga, Everything I was involved in was some crazy shit. Like it was like with the niggas that I was around, this was how niggas was moving. True. And I felt like I had to be on like this at all times to protect myself. You feel me? You talking about showing no emotions, nigga? You talking about cold hearted shit, nigga? That's where I was at a point in my life. Where I couldn't I didn't even know I didn't I had real trust issues at that time. I didn't really know how to show no emotions, bro. And it was it's a it was a Rough patch in my life, but to this day, it may come in and it may come out because that's just a part of me. You feel me? I feel it. Niggas see me like Jay, you good? 
I'd be like, bro, I'm so happy right now. I can't explain it, but I look like I'm tripping, but I'm really not. Man, if I was in that whip with your cousin asked that, I would have been like, yo, hop on the freeway. <laughs> like, hit the five. Well, where are we going? We taking this nigga to Disneyland. Crack <laughs> a smile on this nigga face. This nigga over here. This nigga, thing. nobody had no money for Disneyland. <laughs> nigga, it would have been like, we was in the parking lot trying to do some dumb shit at Disneyland. Nigga, that's what that was about, bro. <laughs> Hey, just being just being outside of the gates would have made you smile, bro. Like, dang, it probably would have, bro. A change a change of environment. You feel me? True, that's what it is. It could it could help it could help True. any man out. A change of environment, change of scenery, change of situation can bring you into a a more comfortable self to where you can start showing love, showing some type of feeling, some type of thought process. But I think when you uh, find yourself in a environment that don't call for that at all. It's almost like it's a shut off for you. I understand. And you shut yourself off from your family too, because you get around your family. Like, I mean, like I'm not gonna really get too deep on it, but it would affect the house. Yeah. Because I bring that shit from outside in the house, and I didn't know how to turn it off. Yeah. You feel me? That was a younger me. I didn't know how to turn that shit off, and just basically, I guess, fake the funk and act like everything, everything was cool. But I understand where you're coming from because I know your situation, you know, single parent home and things is getting rough. So I could understand your perspective on why you was always mean mugging and you was always mad and you always had that because you felt like there was a weight on your shoulders. Mine is different. You feel me? I, I had both my parents in my life, you For know, sure. and it was cool and all that. And I didn't have to act hard. But then there's another aspect to that to where it's like there's dudes that think they hard, but they not. And they keep but, that persona, bro. And when niggas is right? like that, oh, hey, I'm pretty sure we know some niggas like that. When yeah, it's you, the, it's, 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 the, one of them is the ones look, that's getting 10 mil right now out of the back. But that's what I'm saying. And this is a prime example of the fuck shit. You out here at all times on 10. Like for me, in high school, bro, you wouldn't even believe this shit. But since I was one of the bigger dudes, mm. niggas I was with would always say, Oh, why you ain't punking these niggas when they come through our section? I said, nigga, what the fuck do I... Why the fuck do I got to be the nigga acting crazy and I ain't even feeling like that, dog? Uh, and I'm I'm thinking to myself, why y'all niggas always... Why the fuck you don't punk this nigga? Because you know you a bitch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, nigga, if I got to hold my line, I'm going to hold my line when I need to, nigga. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to tell me punk these niggas when they walk by. That Is shit, though... What it make you look like? It, bro, it's gonna make me look like a bitch. Yes. Cause at the end yeah. of the day, say I do do some dumb shit like that and get my shit licked off, nigga. It's cause I listen to this dumb shit. It's like no, nigga. If a nigga come in my space and invade my privacy, nigga, yeah, we gonna have a real problem. But I'm not just gonna be posted up. See some niggas coming by, and, and now I'm gonna start some bullshit. That's never been my thing, dog. Yeah. It's in high school, niggas will tell me that often, bro. And I'm like, nigga, I don't have, to, I don't live like that, homie. Yeah. So that showed me they had some of their own personal issues, bro, that they was trying to uh, basically shadow and get off on other niggas. Like, no, nah, nigga, I ain't with none of that shit. I didn't give a fuck because yeah. a nigga ain't going to call me out right there because then we can't get down, nigga. I was always about that, too. Yeah. If you call me out on my shit, yeah, let's box, nigga. I'm, that's all good for me because I'm going to stay on my ground. Now you're going to know. Yeah. All right, this nigga Jay serious. We're going to fall off of this bullshit. You feel me? Yeah. And I feel like. That is that shit starts early in the game when you got people as men as boys as boys you will be tested at all it seems like you'll be tested all the fucking time every day it almost becomes so normal you get numb to it so you just 
perform and do how you do. You feel me? It's yeah, sometimes, crazy. sometimes I feel like, damn, because we both went to like basically inner city schools, mm-hmm. and basically went to schools with gangsters. You feel For me? Sure. So like, and we hanging out with gangbangers because those are the people that's in our section. For sure. You know what I mean? So I'm hanging out with these dudes who have to keep up that persona because it's like, yo, they part of that gang life. Right. You know what I mean? That's why sometimes I feel like. Yo, back in high school, I wish I would have went to like an all white school. Mm. You feel me? Like, because anybody who try to act hard, if somebody right. try to act hard, it's like, yo, I'm calling you out. Yeah, because this is uh, this is out of pocket. I said, listen, <laughs> this ain't Disney Channel, bro. This ain't Nickelodeon now. Okay, you're not over here going. You're sing not walking me. up on me with a mohawk talking about give me your backpack and then start singing. You feel me? <laughs> Trying to get in a dance battle. Got Calm four down, of his homeboys and they do a dance routine. Like, nigga, what Let's the fuck is this? Let's get down to business. The real Backstreet Boys, man. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Y'all don't stop. That's, that's, that's like bullying in school is crazy to me, bro. Like, yeah. we, like now that I'm older and I think about it, it's, it's such a I never fucking, really seen anybody get bullied like that. Right. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I had it neither, bro. Like. Like, if you was fucking with me and we was good, ain't none of that shit going on, bro. I didn't care if you was a nerd. You was nah, cool with me. I, but that's I'm what cool I'm saying. You, I was in I was in the IB program, my nigga. Yeah, and see. most people had some sense in them classes, bro. Exactly. Like, I was never... You're right. I never really witnessed that. That's why when I hear these stories, it's just a little... I don't know. It's crazy because I'm like, I don't know if I would have been able to deal with that if niggas was bullying me every day. You feel me? Uh, no, you already know. Fists have been flying, bro. But that, But that's men. You yeah. feel me? But, but that I, goes I back to just, what you said about if you are if you are the one of them dudes showing your emotions all the time, you gonna be the main one exactly. niggas is getting it. Yeah, they on your head every day because think, you don't know how to turn it off. True that. I think because we went to ghetto schools, there was really no bullying. It's just really the, the gangbanging life. Yeah, like the, <laughs> it was just really the gangbanging life. Like. You from one section, this dude from another section. You I mean, if you went to that. school in Long Beach Unified, L- Unified, nigga, no matter what or how hard you tried, that environment was right there. Yeah. You feel me? It was right there at your doorstep. So it's like you was hard. To, you, it's hard to avoid that shit. Even when I had first started high school, I came to school with some certain colors on, nigga. One of my boys was like, don't you live over the way? I said, yeah. He said, bro, I'll be careful sliding back across wearing that shit. But in my mind, I'm not thinking shit about it at the time, you right. feel me? But once I started picking up on that shit, of course, to be smart about it, you got to you gotta watch what you're doing because you could be mistaken for some other shit, you feel me? And that and that, it's just a crazy dynamic, bro. Crazy-ass dynamic. That's crazy because the first time I came to school. Crazy dynamic, First bro. time I came to school and they saw me, they was like, oh, yo, the gay people hang out over there. <laughs> Come on, bro. Why you laughing, bro? This is big facts. This is big facts, bro. So that was on your head. I never wore anything big. Like I was Mm. never into that baggy. So you was you was one of the fresh guys. Like you know, looking like I was like going to Princeton. Like I was like a Walmart Princeton. You feel me? Like, (laughs) like you feel me? I wasn't. I wasn't like dressed like you know back in oh eight oh seven or oh seven oh six. You know back then. Yeah, yeah. The big baggy shit like the seven X Pro Clubs. Moms and pops didn't like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know what I mean? So, so niggas was looking at you different. They was looking kind of like, are you are you okay? But see, that's the thing. Like, I would take that and flip it and start like, yeah, I'm a ninth grader. You feel me? Right. Flip it. But these are real gangbanger dudes talking. Right, right. Now maybe in the back of their mind, and maybe I see it now, they were probably trying to be funny. Right. You know, shoot, get into a nigga feelings, though, you feel me? But <laughs> I'm not going to show that emotion. But especially so I'm trying in, to hold but, my but own. But what you said, ninth grade, you fresh, nigga. Yeah. 
ninth grade, I ain't gonna lie, that's that was the time when you really was in that transitional stage yeah. in life, dog. That 12, 13 year old age. Yeah. And you're right. That's that something that simple right now as we talk about it probably did play with your mind. Yeah. Like, damn nigga, I'm just being me. And you niggas acting crazy yeah. out the gate. When I nigga. heard that, bro, when I heard that, like, yeah, all I the gay dudes hanging out over there, I said, damn. I was I wanted to, but see, nobody knew that I was quick with it because I could have right. been like, oh, why are you not over there? Right. You feel me? But I'm right. ninth grader. This is a 12th grader. Right. You should, you got to you got to basically fill out your situation. So I'm like, all right, cool. That's understandable. I so mean, what did I do? Hit it on the football field. I'm gonna show my skill on the football start field. Start smacking you know, niggas. You don't know who I am. And they had to respect it. So you come over here. It's like shoot. <laughs> you say all the gay guys over there. I'm gonna start pointing <laughs> over there. You go over there, nigga. Hey, bro. You but you see, but you see how the dynamic can change. Even at even at that age, you knew how to react and move a certain way, right? Mm-hmm. But you couldn't really show them niggas that fucked with you. Exactly. Like a nigga couldn't tell them niggas, "Oh, you just hurt my feelings, bro." <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You can't get that off, nigga. That's because that's just, that shit is just in our society, bro. You can't get that off. Hey, bro. Nobody will let you get that off, bro. With all due respect, though, you like, just hurt my feelings, nigga. My my corazón is broken right now, man. Like, I really would love a hug or you to hold my hand and tell me it's okay, and you was just joking, bro. Your block would have bink got knocked yeah, off. Yeah, you would have got your ass beat. And, and and he went up and kicked me like it hurts. <laughs> Please stop it. It's hurting oh, me. Fuck. Cause I'm telling you, bro, no anybody would give a response like that in your head before you do it. You know the repercussions. Because that's just how men are built, right? Boys. Yeah. At that time we was really boys still. Yeah. You know, it's certain shit that we probably was scared of, nigga, that we couldn't speak on, bro. Because you didn't want to be that nigga, like you said, come to school and have to deal with that bullshit every day. You wanted to be that nigga to walk on campus, everybody, oh, what's up, my nigga, you good? Mm-hmm. You wanted that, bro. You you didn't want to be that nigga, oh, look at this bitch-ass nigga, bro. This nigga stay on some weird nigga. <laughs> he stay scary, nigga. Yeah, this nigga you know what I'm saying? Pants, don't even know how to wipe his ass right. <laughs> you know, you don't, you, don't, you don't want to be that dude, so no matter who you really was, and you could tell the niggas who was scary, but they were still playing a part because they was like, fuck it, I got I to gotta, I gotta play the position, bro. If I don't play the position, nigga, I'm going to get snuffed, nigga, and I'm done. Yeah. And it's like the rest of my high school career is over. I ain't getting no bitches. I ain't doing nothing, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it'll be like, it'll be crazy. So, so. What is the solution to you dropping, I guess, what's the solution for anybody? Dropping your veil. Dropping that veil, dropping that guard and be like, yo, let me just, let me just act normal. I don't need to throw up this facade like, yo, I'm a big, bad dude all the damn time. I what's, think kind of, okay. I'm going to be honest. I could, the only thing I could say is probably going to therapy. Talking to a, a, a psychiatrist, right? A psychiatrist or a therapist. Talking to a therapist so you can get in there and get your shit off and not feel judged. You feel me? Because you paying this person not to really show you no real emotions. You feel me? Yeah. So I hear people talk about that. Now that I'm getting older, I hear people talking about doing that, going to therapy to just get their shit off. So when they get out, they feel a little release. So now when you're around your people, you don't got that shit on your shoulders. And you could be, you could, you probably will be more yourself because now you got that shit off. Because in reality, it's, it's, as men, it's still even hard for me to even let it all out, even to my wife, nigga, or to my bro, to even you or my brothers or anybody, my sister, my mom, nigga. I can't, I can't do that, bro, because 
it's like we have to continue as I feel like as a man now that the age I am and having to take care of a household, provide, make sure everything's straight. I can't never make nobody around me feel like shit can't be handled. Mm. You feel me? You feel like I can't show that, damn, this is crazy, but, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you right now. You don't want to be in that position. You always got to be like, oh, don't worry. I'm going to figure this shit out. That's me. I could be down to my last $2, but I'm going to be like, well, don't even trip. I'm going to make this happen. I always find a fucking way, and I ain't going to tell nobody, bro. You feel me? Because no, I, I, exactly I, I got I to make sure everybody around me feeling secure because as soon as I fall the fuck off, what what's gonna happen to everything else around me? That's how I be feeling. I'm like, it's 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 a crazy dynamic as a man when you know you are basically the main man in your family and you gotta you gotta hold it down, bro. No matter how hard it is for you to hold your shit down and make everybody else feel comfortable, sometimes you wanna just go slide around the corner and break the fuck down and scream and punch some shit because you like, damn. Why can't I tell nobody my fucking problems? Why everybody got to tell me they fucking problems? Why can't I tell nobody my problems if somebody fix my fucking problems? You feel me? I just don't. I still can't get to that point, bro. It's, it's, it's something in me that won't let me get there yet. But it's like, hey, I don't, I don't know, bro. But you slowly succumbing to it, though. Right? Like, you slowly, you, you have taken, I guess, because I didn't know you back then. But you have taken that veil off to where you don't have to act hard all the time. Oh, for sure. You it's know me. I be help type deals. Bro, you know, I if you were that's the funnies, me. you were that's the funnies. Me. You know what I mean? Because you know when we out, bro, if some weird shit pop off, I'm gonna be ready for whatever, my nigga. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be right there, bro. No matter how weird it's about to get, I'm gonna still be right. There. I'm not gonna run off, my nigga. You yeah. feel me? And it's like I don't have to do that, bro. Because we go out and you got niggas who just want to be popping off for no fucking reason. And then when the shit get hot, there's no reactions. And it's like, I can't deal with that energy, bro, because I'm relaxed. I'm relaxed. I don't want to. When I'm out in the streets, bro, I'm not looking for problems. I got enough fucking problems in real (laughs) life to be coming out here and getting into some more shit for what with some niggas I don't even fucking know. Yeah. That, That shit in my mind. It is so fucking nuts to even do some shit like that, but there's niggas out here that do that every day. And I think that's one of the solutions is like making sure that you have a good company around you, good friends. Oh, for sure. And if you it's so if, important. If you are bro. listening to this, it's like try to be that friend that kind of looks out for that person who looks like he has to be a tough man all the damn time. Kind of try to break him down. And the way we did that. And I don't know if we had anybody like that around the crew when I was growing up. Right. But it was, yo, if I'm cracking a joke, you cracking a joke back. Somebody cracking a joke. You know what I mean? It's like it makes you want to you want to make that person feel involved in part of the joke, too. Even if you have to crack the funny on him. But make sure he's cracking funnies, too, because then it makes everybody feel involved. And sometimes you could break down. It's like, damn, we don't always want to have to go out. And then, nigga, as soon as we walk in the building, it's like, nigga. Was cracking in this bitch like we trying to get active. Yeah, you feel me? Real. Like I don't want to laugh. Not, and then I don't, if I see the big man come through, I just <laughs> I'm on silent mode. You feel me? Because like that's crazy, dude. But you you made a key point. It's about having good energy around you, dog. You gotta have good energy, or you're gonna be out here getting your shit self in a lot of trouble, bro. 
Because it goes back to this emotional shit. For men, you we feel like we got to always be on 10. I, don't, I just don't know why. But you're right. Having the right people and the right energy around you will fucking help your life. You'll never go wrong. Man, you, you, can, you wrong. can finally go out, go to a beach, nigga, with some flip-flops on. With no socks. <laughs> <laughs> Spread all nigga, six of your toes on one foot. You can you can get out here. Like, nigga, I was in the store the other day with some thong Crocs on. On my feet. You had a thong on? No, the thong sandals. Oh. The Crocs. I had the Crocs on, nigga, and I was thinking to myself because I, I, I had went back to my neighborhood one day and I slid through with them bitches on. My nigga said... Damn, bro, you been gone a long time, nigga. You you could be you in the back with the slippers on, nigga, with no socks. I said, I'm comfortable as a motherfucker right now, bro. I, Cause I, I don't. It don't bother me no more, bro. Like my little brother, this nigga, little two, this nigga stay with flip flops on. We could be going to a formal event. My nigga slide through with the Nike joints on. I'm like, hey, bro, I told y'all where these everywhere I go, nigga. I don't give a fuck. And I feel like that's got to be your energy, bro. You gotta, you can't change for nobody, bro. You gotta just be you and fucking who gives a fuck. Cause in the end of the day, except for when I ask you, do you want to go to the beach, and you come out in a three piece suit, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have to change. What the fuck, nigga? Like I don't like to show my legs, bro. You know? I don't like to show my body, <laughs> but I do want to go dressed to impress. You feel me? You still one of them niggas, huh? Hey, bro, I'll be honest, nigga. I used to have to be fly everywhere I went, nigga. It didn't matter if I was going to just go to the corner store. Now, nigga, you could catch me, and I look like I don't have nothing to my name, nigga. And I just be not giving two fucks, bro, because I'm comfortable, nigga. I don't want to do all that right now. I saw a meme. Nigga, I didn't have a haircut for almost three weeks, nigga. I was looking nuts. I was going to I was going to work, bro. Them niggas just say you good, bro. Your your fucking beard touching your chin, your chest hairs, nigga. They connecting. I said, damn, bro, it's time to hit the shop, bro. Man, bro, I saw this meme one time. I saw this meme. Oh shit! Just the other day, just he said, he said, hey, shout out. He said something like, uh, shout out to my teacher who said I'm gonna be a bum for the rest of my life, and I'm out here in the corner asking for change. It's like you a real one. <laughs> Said you was right, teach. Yeah. See, see that nigga out there like <laughs> that nigga pull up on you by the, at the exit of the freeway. Like, ain't that? Um, yeah, he be like, yeah, teach. You was right, my nigga. But let me get ten though. <laughs> ah, ten, put it in my uh my thong Crocs real quick. Oh my god, man. Damn, but yeah, that's cool with that one, huh? Yeah, I just feel like look, fellas, like. I guess being yourself is always going, you're going to always win. You can't lose. Because once you start throwing these weird-ass personas and you get trapped in that persona, nigga, it could take you down a dangerous road. It's like just play your position how you are, how you built, nigga, and just deal with it. Like who give a fuck if you lose friends or you lose whatever, nigga, because that means they wasn't really fucking, they wasn't your real partners in the first place, nigga. At the end of the day, that's what that come down to. You ain't got to be the toughest guy in the room, bro. And, to, and nine times out of ten, like, I was listening to some shit that was like, you know, quote, unquote, real niggas. Real niggas is always the niggas who talking about, oh, you don't be around no more. You don't be doing this, doing that. Look, bro, because this man 
finally found his path in life. Now you telling him he ain't a real nigga because he ain't just sitting back chilling, drinking two elevens all day, nigga, and just with Playing no chess. fucking life. I, it's it's crazy. It's like, come on, man. You niggas gotta be gotta be for real out here. Like, yo, you talking about oh, you not a real nigga because you taking care of your family. You a stupid motherfucker. The real niggas are them niggas. Who out here taking care of their families, doing what the fuck they supposed to be doing? Remember, uh, remember Snoop Dogg went on a rant because he said one of the OGs called him out, talking about he not real because he never be in the neighborhood no more. And what he is he really supposed to be doing? I'm like, bro, the dude 50 years old and he taking care of a little league football, <laughs> like he's doing good for the community, bro. like you know what I mean? What What is that man supposed to be doing? Still standing there with you, drinking a beer at the corner store. Talking shit about how life is fucked up with his crip socks and his house slippers. Come on, my nigga, like that's that be the shit that be keeping niggas boxed in and fucked up out here, my nigga. It's those people that say that, and I hate that, that shit. They're and the that is the ones, shit. Bro. That is the shit that keeps this fucked up cycle going on. That fucking mentality, bro. Yeah. And if you quote unquote a real nigga, tell your niggas that certain shit ain't the right way to move, nigga. Yeah. Do better for yourself. I'd rather you do better and be gone and out my fucking face knowing that you good and breathing, doing well for yourself than you standing right here with me on some bullshit just complaining about all our fucking problems all day. Yeah. That shit don't make no goddamn sense. So that's that's some serious shit to you young ones out here, bro. Like, if they your real ones, they're going to let you soar. They're going to let you fly, bro. Because when you see them again, it should be nothing but love and respect, nigga. And that's how this shit is supposed to be. You don't, if a nigga sitting there telling you, oh, we ain't seen you, nigga, oh, you you ain't that nigga no more, you don't be pulling up with you, that nigga ain't never been your nigga in the first place then. Why he mad and hating because you got on mm. and doing what you need to do in life, bro? Amen. That amen. shit don't make no motherfucking sense, bro. Amen, amen. God damn, hold on. Huh? I'm doing the podcast right now. Close the windows, dog. Now I'm going to have to go in here and edit this shit. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> this is exactly what I'm talking keep about, man. Keep this on. Keep this one on. What the fuck, man? All right. <laughs> now, before we get out of here, we do the blast from the past section, right? All right. Blast from the past. Now, this wasn't too far in the past. It was literally the other night. But it's still the past. You don't have to make it quick for your wife kick your ass. I got to. So look. So shout out to them niggas with wives. It's gonna keep you safe, keep you at home, keep you doing the things that you're supposed to do. Remember that shit. But not the things that you wanna do. <laughs> oh shit, that's another topic for another day. But let me get to this story real quick. So shout out to my uncle. He hit me up on Monday, like midday, like. I got these tickets to go to the Laker game. Do you want to go? I said, say no more because they was playing the Golden State, right? Mm-hmm. I said, I'm never going to see this again in my life if I don't go this time. Because mm-hmm. it's preseason. I'm like, and I know I can't afford to get no fucking tickets to the real game. Mm-hmm. They're going to want like three stacks just to get in the building. So I'm like, cool. I'm rolling, bro. We roll. We go watch the game. We do our thing. Nigga. So we leaving. The game is over. You know how usually when you're down at the Staples Center or you at the, the Rams game at the Coliseum and shit, mm-hmm. when you come out, you see the people out there the with dogs. the food carts mm-hmm. selling the hot dogs and shit, right? Shout out to the bacon wrap mm-hmm. hot dogs. 
Nigga, why you looking behind? Because you? I thought I heard the door open, nigga. It's like about what to get your, f- about to get your necro slap. Nigga, just, <laughs> <laughs> fucking choke me out and shit, man. Damn. You see what I'm saying? Hey, bro, stop being paranoid, bro. No, okay, let me finish the story. Fuck it. I'm in my own house. I can do what the fuck I want to do. Now, listen to this. We walk out. <laughs> see? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And it's on the podcast. Yeah, we gotta keep I, I, have, I have to delete it. No, why? This is crazy. This is cool. No, it's not. Pause it. Now you're going to show the people how you really act. <laughs> And you know they be out there with the hot dogs, right? Nice, hot, and ready because they know everybody coming out, they're going to be ready to eat. Bacon wrap. Because yep. inside, the price is just out of fucking control. So you $5 you hold it till you come dog. out. Exactly, $5. So we come out. Some shit going on in the middle of the street like a performance, right? And everybody is surrounding the performance. My uncle said, I'm a, you want one of these hot dogs? I said, I'm good. So he walked over there and grabbed one, right? And he's walking back to me. Next thing I see, like, a cart go past me pretty fast. Like, the dude was pushing that motherfucker kind of fast. Now I look back. Here come, like, six, seven more carts just flying. Like, they started running with the carts. It's the police. These niggas, the police pulling. So, basically, once I'll get to that. But my uncle's like, yeah, I was wondering why that lady kept telling me to hurry up and pay. Because she just saw the cops coming. So, basically, all it was at least, I say, 30 of them out there with carts, bro. Damn. They all started sagging, bro, running off, bro, with the hot dogs. And what was so funny, the cop was just walking hella slow, and they like, Andale, Andale, come on, let's go, let's go. They they moving with the hot dogs, right? And it was like two younger dudes with a cart, bro. The cops had like slid past, and he act like he was being sneaky. He went behind a tree, went right back into the crowd with the carts, nigga trying to get them hot dogs off, bro. And I was just like, I thought I could have sworn the the street food culture in L.A. was solidified to where they shouldn't have to be getting fucked with like this, bro. No, bro, you got to have it a license. I, I know that, but they ch- I thought they changed the laws. Like, they, they would allow it, but you're right. You do got to go out there, get the paperwork. I mean, they out there cooking hot dogs on, what, bacon pans? You know what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying? For real. I'm right. It like, it's like a baking pan you put in the oven, and they got something under there heating this shit up. Like, this is how they do it, but everybody loves it. They got a little Mexican under his <laughs> breath. Bro, I've I've seen cops buy from these things before, and I'm like, I thought it was just the culture of the city to allow this shit to go on. That's like the Elote mm-hmm. man. Yeah. That nigga coming down the block, everybody coming out to get a corn, nigga. You don't know where they prepared these motherfuckers or nothing, but fuck it, I want a corn. It's like the same thing, bro. True that. It's like, it's, it's fire. We don't care. They out here hustling, getting their money. Let them do their thing. I just thought it was crazy how they scrambled like that, bro. And then they they chilled. Then they all try to go right back into the crowd. I was like, they not playing no games with these hot dogs, my nigga. Hey, they they been through it before. That's probably why. Oh, for sure. Just this is this every game I know. It's like they, a hot dog race. Bro, it's they a hot dog cart race. Somebody did a whistle or something, and everybody started moving, bro. They already knew what time it was. Nigga, it was just, oh, if you could see what this nigga doing, it was just like that, bro. I'm walking. Think I was going to record it for the gram, but I said, damn, I don't want to do that to them, bro. Shit just look crazy because I'm like, they just out here hustling, nigga. Why did you run with them? I, Bro, hey, in that moment, in that moment, if you was a real one, you would have grabbed all the hot dogs and just started walking <laughs> to your car. There ain't nothing they could do because what they doing is illegal, bro. Nigga would have six hot dogs in his hand in the car, like nigga. Talking Shit about, got... talking about gracias. 
Bro, it was I never saw no shit like that. You know, it's crazy because they all had the same color cart, so I know they was all working together, homie. So by the end of the night, I'm pretty sure they come together, combine all that money, and split the shit down. However, they do it, bro. They got to, homie, because five dollars a hot dog, and you got thousands of people coming out. They, if you got 20, 30 carts out there, bro, they making about ten, fifteen thousand a night, bro. After them games, and I don't knock them for because Fuck it. remember one of one of the episodes we said, bro, we all grew up in pro- uh, poverty. For sure, we just all had a different hustle. Hey, bro, I don't, I don't Shout knock it. That's them, why man. I was like, this is crazy. So like did they you buy ten hot dogs. Just, no, we just, just got, like, hey, we just got one. I ain't gonna damn, lie. You didn't even support the hustle. Huh? That was five dollars to the hustle, my nigga. That's, I, I even told one of them. I said, y'all some real ones in the field, bro. Hmm. Them niggas was really trying to get to that bag, bro. I had I had to commend it because I'm like, it's a lot of niggas who don't want to do nothing for money, and y'all out here risking y'all freedom to get these hot dogs off. Damn, you feel me? You know what? I, that gives me an idea, bro. But that is a good blast from the past. Oh, for sure. I got an idea. How about we just get our own paperwork? We ain't got to run. We ain't got to. We be the only like, nigga on the Ave like this. Hot dogs. You got niggas <laughs> just going zoom, 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 zoom. When the popos come, and we just be. Hmm, I'm right here. We like this. Officer, would you like one or two? Half <laughs> off for you, baby boy. Just as long as you keep the other ones uh, Oh, fuck. 10 feet away from the press. Hey, whoever does that, they're going to win every time. Because yep. they're going to be like, nigga, they out here thick. Well, wait till the game get out. The cops pull up, nigga. We on. I want to get to the point where, hey, all my hot dogs are sold out. Yeah. That's what, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's all they mentioned. Because some of them, you could tell which one's been sitting on that thing for a long time. You got to go to the next one like, yep. I'm good on those ones, my nigga. Either you don't have to take $3 off or I'm not mm. fucking with That shit look dark as hell. That, that, that bacon, that bacon look, look like it's been on there for bro. three days. Like, if that. <laughs> Say, come on, bro. Oh, got the onions sitting on the thing. Uh, they been there forever, onions nigga. Onions is dark. It's not caramelized. <laughs> Said, bro, is that is that the onions or is that the bell peppers? You tell me. <laughs> they don't even know no more. <laughs> Everything is blended. It's, it's all looking gray and Them black. Them don't even understand what you're saying. The onions or bell peppers? Uh, ketchup? <laughs> ketchup? Mustard? Like, what? That's <laughs> not gotta, what I asked, bro. Stop, dog. But <laughs> I, I had to bring that shit up. But kudos to them out there getting their hustle on, man. I, they probably they going to be out there every game, bro. Like, they huh, and you know they what? got the schedules, nigga. Anything going on at LA Live, they out there, bro. What did, what, what did Rose say? Ricky Rose say? What? Every day I'm hustling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, bro. I like and that phrase, is. and I like his other phrase. I built the ground up. You bought it renovated. I, that, I think that is such a hustler's oh, mentality. I thought, I thought he was going to say his other phrases. What? Huh. <laughs> 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 or lemon peppers. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I've been eating a lot of wing stops. This shit is ridiculous. Uh, maybe that's why your damn uh, my back, your back, or your you having thyroid problem. <sighs> what well, a doc see. It was an urgent care situation. I need you to go what? to the doctor. Screw urgent care. I ain't even got a real doctor. I gotta go get a real doctor. Bro, I need to go to my doctor and be like, "This is what they said." But can we go do some X rays? Because yeah. there, I didn't do nothing, bro. You need yourself a second. I opinion, just, bro. I just gave them what, told them what was going on, and they was like, "All right, we're gonna give you these pills." <laughs> Did you pull down your pants and start feeling on your back and booty or what? Nah, bro. It was a woman. She was just like, um, "Let's check your posture. Can you touch your toes <laughs> and shit like that?" And then I was like, "Damn, Did you so touch we, your toes? 
hell no, I couldn't get that low. So it was oh, like your back was messed up, messed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So she was like, "Oh, I see." And then she was she like, said, "Oh, I see. That's it." <laughs> she said, "Oh, I see. I see a butt crack." Like, I see you need some muscle relaxers and some ibuprofen. I said, "Damn, that's it." And I waited two and a half hours to get Dang. seen, and then my meeting with her was like five minutes. So I said, "I was thinking to myself, I was gonna have to do X-rays, cause to see what they're going on with your back, you might need to see some exactly. photos." You exactly. can't really tell just by me describing it because I might be even describing it wrong. What you should have said, what she like, touch your toes. You should have just touched your waist and be like, that's how far I can bend over. That's it. <laughs> Maybe right there she probably would have got your x-ray. Yeah, but they did recommend physical therapy. So maybe if I go do that, they're going to do x-rays before I start, I would assume. Get yourself a, um, so what I did before was stretching. Mm. I went to a spot out in uh, Torrance, out on PCH. Yeah, you told me about that. I might need to go and, check that out. Uh, Cause I think I need to get my body realigned. Oh no, it was sixty dollars, right? Sixty dollars, mm. forty-five minutes. He stretched me out, bro. Mm. Stretching. It was stre- and it wasn't like him trying to like overly do it. It's slowly. But they're doing, doing it, it for you, right? And they're doing it for you. Okay. One is laying there. He said, "Turn to the side, turn to the side," and he's stretching you out. And you can feel the stretch. Mm. Relaxed and feel the stretch. It's not like he's trying to overstrain these muscles to where you're like ah. Right, nah, right, bro. You, you come, but at the end, after that forty-five minute session, you coming off that table and you like, hmm. feeling like a new man. Man, I feel like an angel. <laughs> I felt like a that new boy one. floated I, out I the felt, front yeah, door. I felt like I drank <laughs> ten Red Bulls. <laughs> Niggas put wings on my back. And just yeah, 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 yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, I might have to check that out, bro. Get my body realigned. <laughs> yeah, do something. But that's that, bro. Um. Fuck, I loved it. Another Hell great yeah. another great episode. I feel like we touched on what we need to touch on. Hopefully, y'all got some good insight, especially about that men segment. So, to the men, release yourself. Yeah. Be free. Especially in front of your wives or your girlfriend. Yeah. If you can, it's like crazy. See, I don't want to get back into it. See, you going to make me get <laughs> no, back into it, nigga. It. I'm not going to do, do it. it. I'm not going to do it, nigga. So till next time, my nigga, it's your boy Jones. And your boy Dini, a.k.a. J. Lata. And we'll get back to y'all next time. So y'all know what to do. Spark that talk, baby. Yeah, yeah.